Hey, you gonna leave the headset on again? Yeah, I gotta leave on for a little bit. This he is season two, episode three, episode trois. You know what trois is, right? <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Bro? You know what trois is? No, don't you? What it's is French trois? for what? For three, episode three. All right, this dude's not. <laughs> He all he knows is his little box in, in San Diego, California. That's all he knows. French stuff out you. you well traveled, huh? I'm not you well traveled. You passport bros, huh? I'm not. I'm not. Hey, I'm this, not, this topic aligned perfectly with that. I'm not. I'm absolutely Man. Not. How you doing, Look, bro? I'm chilling. I'm doing good. Look, he is season uh, two, episode trois. Look, we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, how to know your partner was sent from God. I've seen this topic. Um... It was a pretty popular topic on YouTube that I seen that a lot of people were searching for. I sent it to you. Mm-hmm. Now come to find out you didn't even like the topic in the first place, but now <laughs> I, you want to wait until we start to Well, you to do this to me all it. the time, but I feel like it's good to bring it in. And then, hey, we just, because our episodes are always like real raw. We just having a conversation. So I figured, you know what? I like the topic. I just yeah. feel like I have a different idea of what I, I think we might be going with it. Like as far as like, sent from god you don't you start, like the, you don't like the word sent from i god. don't like the word sent from god why is that um let's address it because i'll is let core. this well, is well let, let me let me let me let me read the topic the how, do you, how you know your partner is sent from god yeah i think that kind of like makes it seem like it's just one person in the world that you have to wait for and you uh-huh. might miss it and if you miss it then it's over you'll never find love again like i don't N- think that's the no case. no no I, I was looking at it from the standpoint of like it could be the the partner that you're with right now, but the qualities that that partner has, you know, male uh, or female, and just kind of going through different qualities of uh, uh, a partner okay. that may be, you know, from God that may be able to turn yeah. into like a biblical type of marriage, you know, that can uh, last okay, yeah, yeah. from no, that standpoint. It. But I, I okay. see what you're saying. Like, oh, thought, you got to wait for like that one person. Like, yeah, you're the and one if you that's miss it, God. Yeah. It's over. That was the one. Done, God is just, not going to yeah. send another. Like, you're just yeah. single like Paul the rest of your life. Exactly. Just, yeah. That's what I thought you were saying. So Fast, never mind. Fasting and praying. I mean, we for real, we should all be a season of singleness is not a bad thing. One thousand. I think it's required, to be honest. It is required. I think it's required. A lot of people take that for granted. 100%. A lot of people are 100%. so quick to want to get out of it. 100%. But a season of singleness, is that's a beneficial thing. I believe that. But I believe that. For all y'all who are too impatient to wait. We Hold talk. on, bro. How was your weekend, bro? How was the football game? It was good. I lost my voice, though. It's, yeah, it's I can tell. <laughs> it's coming back a little bit, but yeah. it was good. Um, Raiders lost, you know. Oh, they. Oh yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> Man, they lost, you know. Man, once again, I you know I y'all. I, I, I don't know what people really care Who's about. Your, isn't that Garoppolo your quarterback? It's Aiden O'Connell. He was a rookie. Garoppolo got got hurt. He got hurt again. He got hurt again. I yeah. gotta talk to Mike. I'm yeah. gonna look this way. But you know, it is what it is. How'd you do? What, what was your? How'd you do? <laughs> <laughs> what was your weekend like? What'd you do? It was cool. It was cool. Um, I hung out with Terrence and Erica. Um, yeah. On uh, was it Saturday? Oh, you watched the fight? We went, No, we ended up watching just a football. Actually, no. We were going to try to watch the fight, but then it wasn't on. But it mm-hmm. was just some, like, uh, college football games on. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, that's what's up. I haven't seen them in a long time. But, uh, but yeah, man, let's jump into it. You want to jump into it? Episode 12, you can start notes. off, man. Don't read my notes. Bro. I ain't reading your notes. I got my own notes. Man, you know, I stay prepared. Crazy. That's wild. You know Look, real quick, real quick. Uh, God, lead this conversation cleanse us of our 
of our nature. Yes, cleanse, cleanse us of our nature. Allow us to communicate your word to your people from a pure hearted intention, a place of love, a, a place of kindness, a place of truth that's rooted in your word, Lord. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. As soon as you said a place of truth, I literally was about to say it. Were you really? And you said it. Yeah. Amen. That's I what's love up, that. bro. That's I love what's that. up. Look, how to know your partner was sent from God. So like I said, I have it broken up into like a woman, how to know like your woman was sent from God, just okay. different things that I wrote down. Mm-hmm. It's not everything, obviously, but just right. different things that I wrote down I was thinking about. And then also how to know like your man was sent from God. And ultimately, it's like... Mm-hmm. Being able to identify godly traits in men or women that would be, you know, I guess required for a successful relationship that is rooted in Christ, you know? Um, so that's kind of a standpoint that I was thinking about. Okay. Now, I'm going to say some things. Oh, man. I'm going to start with the women. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to start with the women. This is one that I was thinking about. I keep, you keep trying to read my notes, bro. Don't try I'm to read my notes. I'm not reading your notes. You trying to read my notes, I'm bro. not reading your notes. <laughs> I got my own notes. This is something I always be thinking about. And whenever I'm watching these like dating shows, right? Because mm-hmm. I still be watching these dating shows and stuff like that. People going to be saying, oh, you shouldn't be doing that, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to keep it a buck. I still be watching a lot of these like secular dating shows. Not the crazy, like over the top, overly like sexualized ones. Right. But like love is blind. I still tap into like love and blind is blind and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. One thing that that really bothers me, bro, Mm. a woman, this is a massive red flag. This is like a, this is a deal breaker. And I think it has some, some roots in the Bible as well. I I know it does. A woman who doesn't want to have children, bro. That's like a massive red flag to me. Really? Okay. That's a massive red flag to me because in my opinion, from my understanding, women have the ability to do something that that is only shared by God himself mm-hmm. which is to create life women are literally life bearers mm-hmm. they're literally life bearers yeah so if you're a woman if you're a woman and you don't want to participate in creating life to me that's like bro something is off because you were created to be a nurturer mm-hmm. you were created to bring life onto this earth that's literally that's such a and that's such a a divine gift. That's yeah. such a an amazing opportunity that you have. And to say that, oh, I don't want to have kids, and it's not like, oh, I don't want to have kids like right now, because I, I understand that. Like, I don't want to have kids right now because you know finances or because like the right situation or this mm-hmm. or that. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying women who just straight up do not want to have kids. Mm-hmm. That's like, I don't know if I can say that that is a woman that i would want to be with actually i know it's not a woman i want to be with would you say it's not what you want to be with but i think you were saying like you think it might be like biblical ties to it you think that's biblically they should be wanting to have kids or just you don't want to be fruitful and multiply bro yeah if none of us if if we stopped having kids then yeah who's gonna glorify god we're all gonna die all the christians are gonna die at some point so who's gonna be on earth glorifying god yeah. I mean, assuming that he, you know, unless he comes back and then, you know, right, right, right. We're, we're brought up again. But Damn. like you, we, they, we're, it's our, a part of our, a part of why we're here, a mm-hmm. part of our purpose is to have children, to raise them up in the faith so that they can glorify God and do the same thing. Mm. If we're stopping that 
and not even, you know, wanting to have children, okay, what are we doing? We're just living for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're just living for ourselves. At some point, the legacy is going to end. Yeah. The bloodline is going to stop. Yeah. So that's just me. When I see a woman who doesn't want to have children, I'm like, immediately, some, some ain't right. <laughs> and I understand... I understand some women can't have children. I understand that. I'm not talking about that. That's a totally different conversation. Hear what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Totally different conversation. If you just have no desire, to me, that is a huge red flag that I think is going to lead to other problems in your relationship if you are seeking to have a Christ-centered relationship. That's just me. What do you think? Man, you said a lot. <laughs> we starting off hot. You starting off real hot. I... I, I don't I don't know if I would agree with that. I do think I mean you mentioned a guy said be fruitful and multiply. Um I don't know. I don't I mean it's obviously, you know, be fruitful, multiply, that's why having kids and stuff. But I don't know it's a it would be a red flag for me personally. I just don't know biblically, and I'll tell you why in a second, for me, from what I'm understanding. Personally it's because I do want kids. I do, you know, I wanna feel that type of I want to get married first and then I want to have kids because I want to understand how, I mean, I don't know. I think that's like the closest way of understanding. It's not saying I'm trying to be God, Mm -hmm. but how God has unconditional love for the church. I want to like experience that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's weird. I want to go through like that suffering in a way of not saying a woman's going to make me suffer or nothing, but you know, you do get in fights and all that stuff. And you got to think of the, your bride more than yourself. Like I want to experience that. Cause I feel like that kind of turmoil and struggle, like legit will make me understand God more and make me grow into being the man of God. I'm supposed to be, I think. Mm -hmm. So I do want to do that. And same thing with children. Like I do want to experience that because I think from a God's perspective of like being a father, I do want to experience that. So for me personally, it would be a red flag if a woman says she doesn't want to have kids, mm-hmm. but biblically, I don't, I agree with the be fruitful, multiply. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But even before, well, I got to see the scripture if it is before, but let me actually pull up the scripture real quick. Um, This is actually the last note I made and not the, not actually the first one, but on Genesis, in Genesis chapter two, verse 18, that's where God I'll just read it. Mm-hmm. It says, the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper mm-hmm. suitable for him. So I think the, and that's going to be understanding, like if God, if you know, if this person is sent from God, is this woman, again, from a man's perspective, a helper uh, to you? And then likewise, from the woman's perspective, are you with a man that you can help? Like, is he, you know, ambitious? Is he, does he have goals? Does he have something that he wants to obtain? Is he trying to grow in the way God intended him to be, can you help him with that? Much like, you know, is a woman a helpful, a helper to you? And can you, of course, help her as well, you know, from a man's perspective. But I think that's the, what needs to be the biggest factor, like for me, and I think biblically, like, are you a helper? I will make a helper suitable for him. Now the Lord God had formed out from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds in the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called a living creature, that's the name it was, right? Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada, keep going. Not yada yada, but you know. So it says, you know, then it closes by saying Adam and his wife were both naked. They felt no shame. Um, but the point I wanted to make is: is this woman showing fruit in the way God designed the man to be? So as long as I'm seeing that, I think, regardless if she wants kids or not, like there might be people that don't want kids. 
I do think that you're missing out. Like we talked about it, I think it was last episode or maybe the very first one about that area in your heart that is that room that will remain locked from not having children. So I 100% agree with that, um, that it is good to bear fruit as far as like offspring. Um, but I don't think it's a... Uh, I don't think it's that bad of it. I don't think it's an issue if a woman doesn't want to have kids. However, more so, it's an issue if you're not a helper. Because, again, even if we do have kids, the number one person in my life is my wife. The number one person in her life better be me. And the kids are, like, second. So whether I have kids or not, that's I'm still going to be that same person. I think that's the biggest, to me, you know, ambiguously rooted, the most important thing. Are you created in the way God designed you to be, which is to be a helper for a man? And, you know, from a man's perspective, can you lead a woman? That makes sense. <laughs> but the approval does the kids too. It's, I mean, you know, that's just me personally, but I don't know if, uh, I mean, it is biblical, obviously, but, you know, I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wasn't listening to a lot of what you were saying. Oh damn! Yeah, you. I was listening. The... I was listening, but I wasn't listening as in, as intently as I should have been listening. No, you're good. But the reason why I brought that up, okay. I think a lot of the responsibility and the calling that women have, especially in the context of a, of, a, of a relationship, and if the goal the goal of a relationship is to get married, mm-hmm. if we're believers, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of the calling that I believe women have as wives is to be a, a nurturer of, mm. of, of their man, just like you said, to, to be a helpmate, to be a nurturer of their man, to hold down the house. And I think those nurturing qualities are sometimes or often rooted in the fact that they were designed to have children. And so when you're eliminating what I believe one of your core callings is, which is to have children. And I'm not saying this to have 10, 12, 11 kids. And if you do, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying you don't want to have at least one kid, two kids mm-hmm. and experience mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and, and pass down that love to your child and share that with your, with your husband. Right. You know, yeah. and, and watch them grow and, and have children. I think it's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So the absence of that, if a woman does not want that, like just says, I do not want kids, my antennas kind of go up. Yeah. I'm kind of like. Do you think that'll take away from like she's not fulfilling all that God has called her to be then? like kind of thing? I don't have scripture to support that. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking me, I would say yes. Okay. Okay. Because you have the ability to bring life into this Mm -hmm. earth, life that is your own, Mm -hmm. of your own flesh, of your own blood with the person that you love. Why why would you not want to embark in that journey with your husband? Would you say the same for a man as well? Like if a man doesn't want to have kids, like it's like also like you're not fulfilling or you're not doing everything that you could be as far as experiencing what God. I think it's weird because like. The Bible says in Psalms, I think it's like 127, children are a gift from the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, with children, we have the opportunity to pour into them, not, not in the same way that God is, is, you know, pouring into us, but we can, we can you know, attempt that. We, we can mm-hmm. try to be 
a loving father the same way that, you know, God is a loving father to us and we can raise them up in the right way and show them things, give them our wisdom and continue the legacy, continue the bloodline. Like that, from my standpoint, from a man, I don't know why you wouldn't want to have children. Yeah, yeah. Unless it just comes from a selfish place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's the first thing I was thinking from a woman's perspective. You don't want to have kids. I just, bro, to me... It's a red flag. And to me, I think that it's going to lead to deeper issues down the line in the marriage because I feel like that's a key aspect to a woman. What, what are like some of the deeper issues, do you think? Love, affection, mm. nurturing, mm. that that sensitivity, that just inherent like mm-hmm. feminine nature mm. okay. that, that you're not tapping into. Mm-hmm. And I think any woman, and I'm not a woman, like, obviously, you're not a woman, but I think any woman would agree, like, it's different when you have kids. Mm-hmm. That level mm-hmm. of emotion, that level of love that you have, that you feel that is unlocked inside of you, it's like nothing else. And even how how bad and how horrible the pain is, mm-hmm. so many women want to do it again. Why is mm. that? Why do they want to go through that again? Why do, why do they want to, yeah. why do they want to endure through that? Again, which yeah. some people say is the worst pain they've ever felt in their life. Why would you want to put your body through the mm-hmm. worst pain multiple times? There's got to be something it's to that it. love that is just, man, like undeniable. I'd imagine, you know, that yeah. you can never feel without experiencing having a kid. And that's why I really get upset, too, with like men that are trying to take that away and think they can like, you know, mm. breastfeed women and all that stuff. Like, yeah. no. So I, I, I agree with that. And I do agree that it's, you know, it's something that it's like out of this world mm-hmm. and it's shocking how like you can go through that much pain and still be like no let's have another kid let's have another kid because there's something to loving someone else unconditionally you know yeah and again that's why i'm like so excited to be like a a husband and and have kids one day you know it's crazy too i really this is a side note there's a lot of people i've been hearing um but they really want to go through pregnancy like with no like epidural nothing yeah man i respect that like a lot, but that's like a whole. We can put that aside. Yeah, I respect but, it. It's yeah, crazy. I respect that a lot, I respect it. man. Because I again, I respect it because you know me. I'm always talking about trials and all this stuff and how you yeah. grow the other side. It's like, how can what can the devil do to you, kind of thing. Yeah. Imagine like that type of trial, like birthing a baby. Oh my goodness, like an alien that's in your body that's just squirming and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And just and you. That's just weird that it'd be kicking in you, you know? Like, ah, oh gosh. It's a human, it's, bro. It is crazy. Um, but anyway, what's the next point you got? Or actually, do we, do we finish that? I don't know. Yeah, I, I would... Uh, I'm cool with it. You I don't seem... You. you seem like you might have some more to say on it. Uh, I think you I'm cool with it. That? You don't, I don't agree with that? I, I, you think I see that, what you you're saying. You think that's like a personal thing that I I'm bringing into I think it's a personal it? thing. I think, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think biblically... I mean, it's biblical, though. Like, I'm not removing that. Like, God did say, mm-hmm. be fruitful, multiply. And that's why... I know you can't multiply just with another man, like if I was a man. So I think it really highlights that as well. Like, and it's be fruitful and multiply, like even not necessarily with kids, mm-hmm. even though it, you know, that could be included as well, but just like multiply, like grow in your love, like in community and all that stuff. You still are better together than by yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why God made a woman for man, because it's not good for man to be alone. Um, it is also a deeper you know, thing to have kids. I'm not knocking that. I pers- personally, you know, it would be a red flag for me too, just because mm-hmm. I want kids. But, um, but I, I don't know. I don't I'll, know. I think I'll, that, I think the help, the helper thing, what do you think about that? I think that's a bigger issue 
than the kids thing. Well, I'll take it. Well, I'll get to that. I'll take it a step further and then we can cap it on this. Okay. If you are able and healthy enough to have children, both male and female, and Mm -hmm. you are choosing not to have children, Mm -hmm. I don't think you're fully walking in the call that God has for you. Mm. That's what I'm going to say. I, I see it. your face. I feel it. No, I feel it. I feel it. Yo, that's good. what I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. And that's how I truly feel because we are on this earth to glorify God. Yeah. We, what We can multiply we, and we can glorify God through through the way that we raise our children and then mm-hmm. they can continue to cycle. Mm-hmm. What is more glorifying? Like building a, a tribe, an army that is all glorifying God. I'm not, yeah. like I said, I'm not saying have 12 kids, but your kids are going to have kids and so on and so on and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. Just look at the lineage that is, is you know, we see in the Bible. All yeah. the like, yeah, yeah, no, and I, they were having some babies. Yeah, I so I I hundred percent agree. And the thing is though, like, well, two things. So you're saying that because again, like I I agree with you, but like biblically, like now it's like you're not walking biblically, like in the fullness that you should be biblically. Because I think the reason why it was so much I'm important about having it. kids, you gonna stand on it? I mm-hmm. feel it. The purpose of kids and stuff, like. I saw this one um, preacher, or it was it was something, and it made me think about this. I didn't think about it this way, but the the purpose of like, especially in the Old Testament, was to birth the Christ, to get the Christ, to get, fulfill the Christ, like the Christ coming, and that was like so much like you need to be like we need to descend it, you know, for the first ever prophecy, like the Christ is gonna come. I need you to have children. I need you to do it, not nephilims and stuff. Like it's really needs to go because I'm waiting for that moment for the Christ to come. Mm-hmm. Now that it's come. Um, it's like, I mean, it is glorifying God. Like the children are here to glorify God generation upon generation. It's amazing. And God's mm-hmm. love goes through that. And I know he wants, like I'm not denying it, he wants children and, and for you to multiply in that capacity. Um, I just don't know if it's like biblically we can say like I'm not walking <clears throat> with the Bible if I don't, if I feel like I don't want to have kids. Let me ask you a question. Uh-huh. What, in your opinion, why do you think we're on this earth? To glorify God. That's what I'm saying. That's just one way to glorify God. But I think you glorify God. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But if none of us were on this earth, how are we going to glorify God? You said if none of us are? Well, I mean. If we all die and pass away and none of us have children, how are we going to glorify God? Yeah, that would be crazy if there was like every single person was like, I don't want kids. Like, you know how they're trying to kill us all off? Well, I think, you know, by sterilizing us and. And all that, like, yeah, they're trying to like mitigate all, you know. But I'm saying specifically Christians, specifically Christians. If all if Christians said, "Hey, we don't want kids. We're fine. Just okay now doing what we're doing." Yeah. Okay. Now everything else that, that like, yeah. But you you, okay? So now you generalize with just Christians. If Christians say, then yeah. But I think it's just one person. Like maybe it's just like it's not. We still gonna glorify God. You know, you can still glorify God. I don't think it's you're not walking biblically if you don't want to have kids. I don't think. I do think it's good and preferred. Like you know how, like in the Bible, like Paul would say, it, "This is me talking." Selfishness. Not, I I don't know. At I think the end some, of the day, I think it could be, but I don't think it always is. I don't think it always is. I think it, I think I don't think it always is. But what's the but argument? Think, what do you mean? What's the argument for not wanting for not, to have kids if you can't have just, kids? I don't know. I just don't want to have kids. Scared of kids? Like don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I never talk to anyone that doesn't want to have kids because I'm always around people that want to have kids. You know. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think that like, I can point and be like biblically, you're not walking to how God made you to be, even though that is one avenue of glorifying God. But I think you glorify God in everything you do. Like 
literally everything you do like this should be glorifying god like driving on the street the way i drive should be glorifying god like all those different ways and if i don't have the one way that i could it's like eh, i'm gonna glorify god still in my marriage i would go and venture to say it is weird if people don't want to get married i will stand on that i will i will definitely stand on that but i don't i don't i wouldn't go for me right now in this season and what i'm where my walk is and what i'm what i've learned and thought and pondered i don't think it's I don't want to have kids. I think I wouldn't say that's like. I'm saying you're not tapping into the full calling that God has on your life. I feel that. If you're able to have kids and you're choosing not to have kids. I can agree. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Like I said, in my opinion, I feel like it's rooted in selfishness. When you really get down to the reason why you don't want to have kids, I think it's rooted in selfishness. I get that. And I think you would be happier in the mm-hmm. long run, maybe mm-hmm. not in the short run, but I think, I don't know if there's studies or, but I would assume there's some type of studies that would show if you have kids around you mm-hmm. in an older age, mm-hmm. I'm sure you would be happier as opposed if you didn't have kids. I would agree with that too. Again, I'm not denying it. I, I would agree with all of that. I just wouldn't, I just would I can't say right, like biblically, like, you ain't walking with the Bible, but it's all like you're missing. It's like you're missing out on something. But that's what I'm saying. Just you're like, missing just, out just on like, something. Just like, yeah, absolutely. Just like if we, like the fact that I'm not a virgin, right? Like I missed out on being able to experience that intimacy with my love of my life, who I have a covenant with. I missed out on it. But that's not to say like, uh, I'm like, I'm just, I can't experience like, you know, intimacy, well, you know, no, like, that I'm not. Well, I see what you're saying. I guess it's not a good example. but No, it's a good example. Oh, it it's okay. a great example because there actually for both of us, mm-hmm. we did miss out. And mm-hmm. with us not saving ourselves for marriage, mm-hmm. we're, we're not walking in the full calling that God has on our life. Exactly. However, OK, that is a good example. So we didn't walk in the fullness in the way God would have in our life. However, you can still glorify God. I'm you still can still him. glorify him, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, like I said, if yeah. you're able to yeah. have children, I think that you should have children. I get that. Okay, children so you're saying are a that. gift from the Lord. Yeah. God wants us to have good things and he wants to give us good gifts while we're here. Mm-hmm. Why would we not want to tap into that and access that? Mm-hmm. Just I, like the virginity thing, if you're able to save yourself, save yourself for marriage because that's going to be such a massive gift when you actually have sex for the first time with your husband or with your wife, you know, on that wedding day. That's going to be such a, a incredible experience mm-hmm. that I missed out on, that you missed out on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's hundred percent agree. Hundred percent agree, man. I was like, I ain't, I agree. You're missing out. You know, I I'm never wavered. I just can't look at it biblically and be like, you're, you're the way you were made, you're supposed to have kids. And if you don't, you're like missing what God made you to do. Like, I don't, I don't know. Cause I, I, I mean, can. I do think that's a way to do it. Like it's a, you know, it is something that's a blessing. It's a gift from God. Mm-hmm. It's an experience. I never, I mean, I don't know that experience, you know it. Um, but I just can't like make my understanding be like that. Like if you didn't do that, like you miss you, you ain't doing what God made you here on this earth for. Like I just can't, you know what I'm saying? So back to the <laughs> back to the topic of the podcast. Uh-huh. How to how to know your partner was sent from God? Yeah, I said from a woman's standpoint, if she doesn't want to have children, 
she's not sent from God. Then that's an indication that she probably isn't sent from God. Would you co-sign? <laughs> would you co-sign that, or would you not co-sign that? It again, if it was no, me personally, no, no, no. Nigga, would you co-sign if, it, or would you not co-sign? Are it? we doing biblically, or are we doing just our own opinion? Biblically, I'm biblically, saying biblically. I'm saying biblically. I stand on biblically. It. I won't. I won't co-sign that. You won't. Okay. No, because what if the woman who doesn't want to have kids again, but the man? I mean, no. What if the woman doesn't want to have kids and the man doesn't want to have kids? So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they got to, you know what I'm saying? What if we, I'm what saying they, if something is off then in the whole relationship that needs to be evaluated. I feel, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. That's what I think. But is that woman a helper? Is she a helper? Is she a Proverbs 31? Is she helping me? Besides, I guess, the part about raising kids. Is she helping me kids. continue my goddamn legacy? Is she helping me further my bloodline? <laughs> That, bro. So I could continue to glorify God even after I'm gone to, through my children and other generations? Is Bruh. she helping me do that? Bruh, I agree. That should be the case. However, I don't think like that's just, that's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? not saying that's it. I got more. Okay, so we. I'm not saying that's it. <laughs> you get God <laughs> said that's it. I'm not saying I just, that's it. I just need, I mean, help me, help me, help me get, help me understand. Cause I. I'm not, you gotta understand, bro. Like I'm not disagreeing, but I can't find biblically because the intention, from what I'm understanding and studying, biblically at first it was a real issue to have kids, and it was very looked down upon if you can't have kids because then not you know back then it was like you gotta have kids, and I think the posture of that is because we're trying to birth the Messiah. We need to get this going, birth the Messiah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's like your purpose in life was to just birth people. That is a way to glorify God, but. In the relationship standpoint, again, in the confines of this relationship, to me, what is huge is are you a helper to me? And then am I someone that can, you know, allow you to operate in your feminine, lead you kind of thing? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what the thing is. And again, that is one avenue of glorifying God through having children. But I don't think if you don't glorify God, God's going to be like, "Mm, he didn't glorify me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't get to that. Like, you, 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 ah, I wish you had kids. Because I wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, you, it will glorify God, but I don't think God's like, you didn't, you know what I'm saying? That's it's just me. two people uh-huh. who love the Lord uh-huh. with all their heart. Uh-huh. If those two people have kids. Yes. Is that or is that not pleasing to God? That's absolutely pleasing to God, bro. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if two people uh-huh. who absolutely hate God have kids is that pleasing to god or is that not pleasing to god i don't even i don't even know i mean <laughs> i think god would still like like the kid like you know because mm-hmm. i mean every person's its own person yeah yeah that would be like god loves little children so mm-hmm. yeah i would say god's pleased with it so but of course he's gonna, gonna be trying to like make that per- that kid different from their parents, obviously. So if it's pleasing to God either way, uh huh. Why wouldn't we, as people who love God, okay, who, pause. who know the way, who know the truth, why wouldn't we want to be bro, the ones I'm that not, have? Bro, children you acting like you keep to, saying why wouldn't we? Like I agree with you. Why I wouldn't know, but we? But I'm saying, <laughs> but I'm saying from the standpoint of a woman who doesn't want to have kids, is that not just kind of like? Why okay, do you so, not okay, have kids? Let's let's do let's do the let's do the direct way like you did. If there's two people that love the Lord and love God, don't want to have kids, is that not pleasing to God? 
if they are they don't are they is God now displeased with them if they don't want to have kids? Like I said, I think it's no answer. No, 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 answer the question. <laughs> is he not pleased? Answer the with question. It? Yeah, is he not pleased if if me and you? I was a woman. You was a guy. Me and you love each other. We love the Lord. We're fashioned with the Lord. We serve the Lord. We all this stuff. But we say, you the know, Bible we don't want said kids. be fruitful answer and multiply. Question. Is, answer the question. Is I it not pleasing so. to God? I don't okay. think so. Okay. So then, okay, hold on, so. hold on. So now two people that don't love the Lord and they don't want kids, is that pleasing to God? Is it not? Is it pleasing, is it to, pleasing God? to God? If they don't have kids? If they don't have kids, but they don't love the Lord. Is that then pleasing to God? I don't know. Are they healthy enough to have kids? Yeah, they're healthy enough to have kids. Is it pleasing or is it not pleasing to God? Is it pleasing or not pleasing? Me and you don't, let's say we don't love the Lord. I can't even say that in my mouth. Let's say whatever I just said. And we don't want to have kids. Is now God pleased that we didn't have kids? I don't know the answer to that Ooh. question. Exactly, bro. I don't think God's pleased with I our works the, and what we do. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm the, but here, I, I'm i just saying. I mean, he is, but. You know. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's a good topic. Be fruitful and multiply. I agree. Be fruitful and multiply. A Let woman it be on of record. God. Yep. Who does not want to have kids? Yeah. To me. To you. A woman or guy who does That's a wanna, red flag. It is a red flag to me too. But I'm just saying. And I biblically, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go and say that's a red flag biblically. That's just me. But it, it is a red flag for personally and a red flag in the sense that you're not going to experience the fullness of love that you could experience on this earth because there's nothing like giving unconditional love to a child i mean let alone carrying a child like oh my goodness like that type of bond i would never understand that so i would be like how would you not want to have i mean again this is just a guy talking because i don't got no anatomy to women I, I, whatever how could you not want to experience that because that love i'm telling you is got to be out of this world mm -hmm. i'm 100 agreeing with you I just don't know if, if, you know, I can find something scripturally. I mean, you got to be fruitful, multiply. We don't. I know there is more than just be fruitful, multiply, though. But um, I don't know. I think it's just one of those things. Like, again, I was going to say Paul, you know, he'll say, you know, this is what I'm saying, not the Lord. But and, it, and we obviously listen to it all. You know, I'm not saying don't listen to that part of the Bible. But I'm saying not the Lord. But it's just like, you know, you should do this. You know, and I think he was talking about maybe like divorce and stuff like that mm -hmm. or some type of marriage stuff. Um but like those are kind of things like, okay, what do you guys want in your relationship? You know, like what do you want together to glorify me? I am glorified through children, but I'm also, that's not the only way I'm I'm glorified for. Like I'm glorified because I live within both of you. Every, your every waking moment should be giving me praise and glorifying me is mm -hmm. what I believe. So, and I think the number one thing is, again, in a relationship is glorifying in a way of, of operating the roles that God has them to be like, okay, being a the man and then being a woman, both with different roles, but both, both equal, both, both very important. And for what I'm seeing from the very beginning, Adam was created, you know, God was like, yo, pick one of these animals, name them. And God's like, there's not a suitable helpmate. Obviously I think that was intended to let us know, Hey, there's no one suitable for a man, especially not no animal. But I'm gonna make it suitable, helpful for you to be a helper to you. Um, and again, the goal of that though was to bring forth the Messiah. But the, I mean, I think if we didn't fall, like, would it be that big of a deal? Like, eh, I should take that back because God still would want children. So, I don't know. I don't know. 
What? Nah, nothing. I feel you. I'm not. I'm not backing down. What I'm saying. I don't think it's. I don't I, think I it's. I didn't say you were backing I, down. I, yeah, I'm not backing down. You. But I, I just you. know it's like you can. You. It ain't like God's like mad at you if you don't. If you don't want children, I don't think that. I don't think that. But I do think you're missing out. I will. I will stand with you on that. But biblically, I don't think it's like. You know what I'm saying? Like we can look at it like. You know, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes and now look, you look at a woman with lust, oh, God's okay with it because it's me. No, I'm not okay with it. Like, I can't find something in the Bible to make it be like, God's not okay if you don't want kids. I just, I can't, I can't find that. Or I can't rationalize that. But if we can find that in the, in the Bible or something, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I need to learn, you know what I'm saying? But I just, uh, I think the biggest thing is the helper thing. I think it's and a red flag. I think it's a red flag too. But is it a red flag in the Bible? <laughs> That's what we I think it's a red flag. All right. What's the next thing for guys then? I think it's a red flag. Um, <laughs> well, I'm still on women. Okay, let's go. I'm still on women. Well, we can go back and forth. Whatever. We can get no, no. We can okay. go back and forth. You can be able to. So I, so I won't just pick on women. I'll go All back right. and forth. All right. Um, you got a nice little layout for the men. Ooh, bros. How to know God? How to know your partner with some God? How to know your partner was sent from God. So for okay, men. Okay, pause real quick, real quick. I'm sorry, before you start. Yeah. So for the last question, it was the same thing. How you know your partner was sent from God. So from a woman's perspective, that woman is not sent from God if she doesn't want kids. That's what I said. Okay, cool. You All right, said next no. thing. Okay, next thing. Well, you said no. I though. said no. Okay. Because it's, it's deeper than just that. I okay. Think. I think, well, actually, should we sit? That's eh, fine. We'll go back to that. Because I think what I, was, what I said was pretty much talking about it, the helper thing. Yeah, you hit on the helper yeah. thing. Um. So, men, how do you know if a man is sent from God, right? So, I'm looking at it from the standpoint, like, if you're already with the dude, right? Or if you're, like, talking to dude or dating dude or something like that, and you're trying mm -hmm. to figure out, you know, is this somebody who I can go to the next level with, right? That's mm -hmm. the standpoint that I'm looking at it from. I said inability to control sexual desire. Okay. Like, a, and that's a man. So, if that man is not able to control sexual desire, he's not sent from God. That's what I said. You I think like you have some thoughts about that. So I just think this whole this question, how it's framed, mm -hmm. like I, like I don't know. But I let me just say, hundred percent agreed. Because as I have, a man, I have a deeper, you know, meaning, meaning. into it. But go okay, ahead. go ahead. Go no, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say because <laughs> no, we all we all we all struggle with stuff. Uh huh. We all struggle with stuff. Uh -huh. I think specifically men struggle more with lust. Well, maybe women. I think women, women struggle with lust too, but men are more sexual than women are. Like women are more emotional. They want to connect. You know, they want to talk, and they like non—you know—sexual physical touch and stuff like that. Uh -huh. Men just want to get straight to the point. Like we're more sexual than women. So, from a, a man standpoint, <laughs> from a man standpoint, we're all going to struggle. But I think there is a point where it's like you're a slave to your lust and you're a slave mm -hmm. to your sex and you can't control yourself in that context. Mm -hmm. And I think just like the first thing that we talked about with the children thing, I think that that speaks to a greater underlying issue within you that could become problematic in marriage mm -hmm. from a self-control standpoint. From the ability to lead your household standpoint, how can you lead your household? You can't even lead yourself. You don't have enough. You, oh, know, you don't have you. enough okay, self control yeah. to even lead yourself from yeah. that standpoint. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also from a standpoint of like you know, and like I said, we all struggle, but 
being a slave to it and not having any like thought of, oh, okay, I probably need to change my ways. I probably need to repent because at that point you're forcing your woman or not forcing, but you're putting your woman in a situation where she's falling into sin as well, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So that's the standpoint that I was looking at that from. Wait, so she's falling into sin if she wants to have, you're talking about not when you're married. You're mm-hmm. talking about just dating. Okay. Got you. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think the number one thing that the most like, I saw this one clip somewhere. It says the most dangerous man is a man that has the ability to kill but chooses not to. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you're just out here without self-control, you're not as like dangerous. So I absolutely agree. And I think a man should set that tone of self-control in all areas, even in his anger. You know, I, I need to get better at that or just like lashing out and, and all that, especially in the lust area as well. I think that should set the tone. I posted on our on our story about how men set the tone of the household mm-hmm. and women tend to like follow the atmosphere. They're like, you know, make the atmosphere. And I see that all the time. I'm mean, used to even like, in, we talked about it before, like anything goes wrong, it's like, you know, it's the dad or all that like the tone is set from the man so you got to be have that calm um authoritative but also like that just that presence of of confidence i think and and part of that is definitely self-control sexually for sure Mm -hmm. um i do think women have the same desires as men um i you know i do think sexually they still want to like you know partake and all that um i'm not saying they don't but i but i do think that men, I think because of the authority men have, and this is unfortunate, and this isn't consent, obviously, that men will like, you know, bully their ways into having sex with women, even though they might not be as confident in it, but they're doing it so much to like, please the man kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I think if a woman were to come on to a man, like you need to, I mean, this is actually how I lost my virginity. I didn't even like want to, that's a whole nother thing, but I wasn't operating in, what I wanted to do where I was just like, oh, I can't, how do I look like refusing this? You know, kind of thing. That was a whole nother thing. But I think as a man, you need to be able to like pause that and like, no, mm-hmm. and lead that effort into denying, you know, the two of you kind of moving into that level. Mm-hmm. Um, again, being the leader in self-control. Mm-hmm. I do think it's, it's the culture of the world has us. And again, you see with like commercials and stuff, how women are seen on commercials as more calm and all that stuff mm-hmm. and more like, you know, grounded, I think that should be the role of men. Men should be able to control themselves. And mm-hmm. and I think that's intentionally flipped in, you know, the world, you know, yeah. in media to make it be okay that men just have this crazy lustful desire and they just are untamed and wild. Like, no, have that desire, but control it. And again, that's operating in the way that I think God has made the man to be. Yeah. Like Jesus had so much control and he had more control than the church mm-hmm. and he embodied control and led in control. So absolutely mm-hmm. a man has to, has yeah. to control sexual desire. And, that, but I, the thing is, as far as being sent from God thing, I think that's not really the case. I think we talked at the very beginning about, um, uh, solitude or I forgot the word we used about, you know, time spent without in relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you learn self-control. That's where you learned, um, uh, you know, all these things to make you a man so you can prepare yourself for being a wife. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's a deeper issue of like, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying, and I know you don't agree with this, but just Not to go ahead. back a step. Okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll reel it in. I was saying from the standpoint of like how to know your partner was sent to God, was sent from God. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. from the standpoint of if God is sending a partner into your life, right? Mm. 
And like I said, I know we already established that we disagree on this part, but in the first part, from a woman's standpoint, I think that that woman is going to want to have a family and want to build something and want to build a legacy with you and want to, you know, you know, build that loving family and have that foundation with you. I think that's going to be an aspect to identify that that woman was sent from God. Okay. Right. And same way with the man from the, from the standpoint of like inability to control their sexual desire, I'm saying that that man would have self-control and would be able to, you know, operate in the confines of a relationship with you and not be controlled and not be a slave to that sin. Because like I said, we all stumble, we all fall, we have struggles, but specifically not be a slave to that sin and not be overtaken by it over and over again and not be not being able to identify or discern that they need to have more self-control, that they probably need to repent, that they need to, you know, think about saving this for marriage, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm, I'm saying, like yeah. self-control, having the ability to discern that and, you know, yeah. not try to make you feel pressured into it or stuff like that and not try to cause you to fall into sin as well from like yeah. a woman's standpoint, absolutely. you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with that. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Men definitely has to have, be, have self-control, 100%. That's what I'm thinking. 100%. You don't agree with me. I do agree with you. How do you not agree with that? <laughs> I don't know. I 1,000% agree with that. For the women. Mm. I had this uh, girlfriend in high school. She will always put me in these situations, bro. I'm like, can we just chill and hang out? Like, she always tried to put me in these because she had a mouth on her. She was always popping off. Mm. But she wasn't popping off at women it was mainly popping off at men and i'm like you always got to put me in these situations where you're like testing my manhood mm. you're like it's in and i've told her like yo can you stop doing this like i understand things make you upset i understand that you have issues but tell me and let me address it as a man first as opposed to you just snapping off and addressing it and then looking to me to clean to it save up you. yeah it's like bro I'm mm -hmm. going to protect you. If there's an actual threat, I'm going to step in. I'm going to protect you. Yeah. But stop making up these situations that are going to turn into threatening situations from, from out of nowhere. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's like. Yeah, I agree with that. That's manipulation, too. It's manipulation. It's, like, a, it's a Jezebel spirit. Mm. It's like you want to be controlling in the situation yeah. and you want to test your man's manhood. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed as opposed to trusting his masculinity and trusting yeah. his decision making and leaning on him to be a protector. Exactly. And again, how I mentioned before, like that's not that's not um manly. Like manly mm. is being able to be confident, you know, being able to protect when it leads to that, but knowing how to diffuse the situation before it gets to that. Mm -hmm. Again, being a threat, but not having to like vocalize that you're a threat, like contained wrath contained threat like being having the ability to kill but choosing not to that's a that's crazy mm -hmm. that's crazy and any woman that's trying to make you operate outside of that you yeah. don't even know what a man is so i'd agree with that and that's yeah. and that's childish i mean that's high school stuff yeah i mean but you'll be surprised our women are still like that which is crazy but mm -hmm. yeah run from that that's just essential lack lack of maturity yeah yeah but i was saying yeah my bad cut you off no 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 you can cut me off um that Jezebel spirit, though. Shout out Orgain. You didn't you didn't give him the sponsor. It's Orgain. Is that what it's pronounced? Yes, yeah, Orgain. What are you drinking? That's what I'm drinking. Creamy Orgain. chocolate. Yeah. Ooh. 
They, I go ahead. Just go they ahead. Gave, they gave Elliot a bag and uh, he's promoting it. Hey. Isn't that crazy? They gave him a bag and now he's promoting it. that boy. Done sold out. Go ahead, dude. What are you gonna say about it? I said that that was you. <laughs> you was gonna promote it. What were you saying about the Jezebel thing? <laughs> hey, no. Actually, while we're here though, look, we're doing a dating show, a brand new dating show, Christian dating show. The link is in the description. We're casting right now for the dating show. We want people who are serious about, you know, wanting to find a partner who are serious about wanting to get married and want to do it in a way that glorifies God. Amen. That's and the key. We have a show. It's an amazing concept. We have people already lined up. We just need some more people to be involved in it. Um, if you want to be involved in it, the link is down below in the description. There's a form. It's a Google form. You got to fill out, fill out the form, send it in. Um, and we'll we'll reach out to you. Like yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be so you're fun. gonna wanna be a part yeah. of it. This is it's gonna, gonna be idea. fun. I'm glad you this is all this was your idea, and I, I think it was a really good idea. I think I think it's a really good idea. It's gonna be we fun. came in together, hashed it out, still some details, but overall it's gonna be amazing. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. Yeah. Yeah. So the link is in the description for that. But Jezebel Spirit, so I'm saying, and a, a, like a, some, a lot of these are like in reverse. Okay. So I probably could have easily like name the podcast like what not to look for from like my perspective because i kind of uh -huh. like i kind of put the like the answers in reverse okay but jezebel spirit meaning like the woman in my opinion that's going to be sent from god um is not gonna you know feel a need to try to like test your manhood like really in like any way like mm -hmm. she's gonna feel confident that you're gonna be making sound decisions that you have her best intentions in mind, that you're going to protect her. And she's not going to feel a need to want to, you know, manipulate the situation or, or any way, but it's going to be the opposite of that. Like, she's going to have that trust for you. She's going to have that, you know, and assuming that you are a man of God mm -hmm. who is exuding those qualities, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. She's going to want to submit to you, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. And I was listening to something today and that, you know, they were saying that verse, I forget what the verse was, but, you know how it says like women are the are the weaker vessel. Oh yeah. So it says women are the weaker vessel, but it's like you gotta understand like men are weak too. It says weaker, like we are weak as well. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. so like we need to submit to God as men, and we need to get our discernment, our wisdom, our strength from God because we're weak. Mm. And then women are submitting to us, but really women are submitting to God. Mm -hmm. they're submitting to God and God is saying, Hey, submit to your husband. Right. And so they're submitting to us, but like the ability to submit and understand like, Hey, this guy, he loves me. Mm -hmm. I trust him. He has my best interest. He's going to provide for me. He's going to take care of the household. Just the ability to recognize that as a woman, I don't want to say know your place, but just understand the role that you play. And it's a, critical crucial role like it's not like one is better than the other but to understand that role it takes a lot of maturity and it takes a lot of faith mm -hmm. as a woman to understand that role so mm -hmm. if you're dealing with a woman dating a woman who has those qualities i think that's a qual that's a woman that should be treasured if she is exuding those qualities mm. so that's kind of what i'm saying as far as like being able to submit to a man kind of thing mm -hmm. yeah no absolutely i feel that mm -hmm. i feel that so that would be like a, of knowing that a woman is sent from God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I hear that. And I know it's hard to like 
that concept of submission when you think about it like from a service level but i think that's really just i mean you're not submitting to just anyone you're submitting to the man of god who's deciding to in my understanding submit even further by loving you like christ loves the church yeah you know so i think knowing that you have to know who you're choosing to submit to and that's where you have autonomy that's where you're choosing to see who you want to be a helper for because mm-hmm. um, these women out here submitting to these men that ain't men they're just boys you know um you know some men struggle with just i mean the fact of just undeniable selfish love you know a lot of people are selfish you know and um i mentioned how people are like mama's boys like they can't even fend for themselves they can't provide for themselves they rely on their mom for things like as if they're still a kid mm-hmm. you know nothing wrong with kids being a mom's boy obviously you actually probably want a mama's boy as a little kid or mm-hmm. like a daddy's girl you know um but yeah no like a, a man is, a, is supposed to cover a woman so when you think of like submission it's like i'm covering you like i'm protecting you i'm clothing you so i think a lot of um there's a lot to be said about that you know of trusting an extra layer of covering you know what i mean you don't have to be strong and independent all by yourself like the whole independent woman thing like you know that was a tactic of the government to like break up the household there is no independence no one is in you can't be independent Mm -hmm. it's hard to i mean right there god says it's not good for man to be alone we can't be independent you know but we take that word independent and take it like oh i can you know fend for myself and take care of myself like you know financially and stuff okay yeah that that's great that's great but no one should want independence it's not good to be by yourself mm-hmm. and same for men i know no man wants to be by themselves they want to the right man wants to cover a woman so mm-hmm. um yeah i think that's another good characteristic to have that you have a desire to put your trust in a man to lead you mm-hmm. that is man that alone was like would make you light years beyond anyone else in the pack like if you mm-hmm. which you shouldn't be competing but if you had to compete like that would put you way up there at least on my list mm-hmm. and i think that is biblical yeah so i think on god's list oh god's list i ain't gonna say god's list let me not speak for god oh, God's list. but uh but man yeah. well this goes into the next one a man's gotta be a leader one thousand you gotta be a leader of the household one thousand you gotta be the priest inside of your own home one thousand you got to be able to, you know, have a clear vision and, and understanding from multiple levels, mm-hmm. multiple levels. One thousand. Um, and I think, and like you said, you have to be a man who is worthy to be submitted to. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? From a woman's Absolutely. standpoint. But it, it works both ways. Like women, you got to identify, OK, this man, he ain't it. Like, mm-hmm. ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, he ain't yeah. it. You got to yeah. be able to identify that and discern that. And, but men, you got to be leaders and like really hold it down from the standpoint of, you know, being that priest or pastor inside your household. And, you know, it's kind of hard because it's like, I guess we're talking from like a dating standpoint. Like, how do you know that? But I feel like there would be some like leadership qualities that you'd be able to pick up on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Know? One of the things is, I mean, talking about being the priest of your household does this man that's dating you do you guys i mean i don't know if prayer is very intimate but i do Mm -hmm. think it's good to be praying in your like just dating relationships is he like you know nurturing that is he leading that is he like bro i I can't tell you how many times i pray with 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 my girlfriend and every time she cries afterwards every time and i'm like what 
And it's just like, no, I don't know. She just, it's just amazing. And I see like, that's something that you should want in a man to lead that. And I can do that a lot more, obviously. Yeah. Um, me too. Um, but do you lead that? Do you incite that? Do you think it's necessary? I think a man should be the biggest servant in their household. I mentioned that a lot as well. I don't like that we see these churches and a lot of women are taking the roles of everything in the church. Mm -hmm. Like, men, what are you doing? What are you doing? Up, yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, you mentioned something else. Priest and what was the other thing? I was saying like a priest and a pastor in your house. No, a pastor, yeah. Mm -hmm. But overall, just a, a leader. You know, yeah. you got to you gotta set the tone. Mm -hmm. You got to, like, when you speak, I don't, I, and this is the key difference. You shouldn't have to demand, like, I, I don't know, like, people listening or whatever. Like, your actions should exude what you want and yeah. what you expect. So when you do speak, there's actually value to it. Yeah. And... I'm not saying you got to be just, just stern, just lame. I'm not lame, mm -hmm. but just like no life to this dude. Like have be a, a loving father, a, mm -hmm. a, a nurturing father, be a tender father, be one that's present one million percent. Be present. Yeah. When you get home, and this is something I'm going to have to work on if I ever get married, I already know it because I already know from right now when I get home, I'm tired. When you get home, you better turn it up. Mm -hmm. You better decompress in the car or whatever. Cause when you come home, the first thing on your face, body language, all that, it better be of like joy. It better be of something. You're setting the tone when you enter the room. And by the way, do you set a tone when you enter a room? That's another thing. Like this, the things just change. Like you're just like, well, there's a, a man in the room, mm -hmm. you know? I think, I think it's um, just dating. Um, you can kind of find fruit of that or like characteristics of that. Um, you got to use discernment through the Holy yeah. Spirit, obviously. But all these things are obviously in the in the confines of an actual marriage. You shouldn't be yeah. like living together, you know, no. all that stuff or whatever. Like, yeah. you know, having kids, you know, and then be like, oh, yeah. actually, but that's the case though at times. And then, um, you know, but biblically, you gotta you gotta sniff out those characteristics and see. Yeah. And you gotta understand too, like with dating and stuff. And this is the area that we're like talking about. It's you gotta spend some time to see if those characteristics that you're seeing from the beginning are actually genuine because mm -hmm. a lot of people just say what they think you need to say like or people just are shy and nervous and just want to put on a good image and then but after some time mm -hmm. you find who they really are when they're comfortable and if you see that things don't change too much if at all i think that's a really good sign yeah you know yeah but when things start to change and now I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that's that's a red flag. Well, the one thing that should not be changing is that prayer life. Yeah, absolutely, and that yeah. goes into the leadership, yeah. you know, aspect of it as well. Yeah, I think as men, we have to model our leadership after Christ. Be a leader, not a dictator. It's, it's more than just like making demands and and commands, but it's like having um, a gentleness and a, and a kindness as you're going about leading in the in the confines of a relationship or in, in the confines of, of a marriage absolutely it's not just waving your fingers and say whatever mm. i go whatever i say goes mm. but it's actually having like a solid why behind what you're saying and yeah. it's something that can be trusted and something that you know is is you know you got to have some dignity you got to have you be 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 a man who is is you know worthy of respect from your woman mm -hmm. And that goes into how you lead 
It's just like you think about like bosses that you have. You know those bosses that you don't respect because they yeah. say something, but they don't they don't they don't be working with you. They don't yeah. be putting in time. They be telling you what to do and then they're in their office the whole day on their phone. It's like, Absolutely. bro, I don't respect you. Yeah. The best bosses too are like the great listeners. Yeah. So you don't respect really a boss that's not just listening to what you have to say. So that way you And not even saying we're like a boss oh, like yeah, from the, that yeah. standpoint, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. just equating it like No, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Yeah. I think we should know if not we're not saying it like we're the boss and you're the the employees. Like yeah. I think we that should be established. Um but if you're not listening to for this, you know, example of the boss employee thing, listening to your employees and making discernments to be, or decisions to benefit them, I mean that's 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 a red flag. Mm-hmm. You can't be selfish, waving the hands, all that stuff, or waving waving commands like you were saying. Absolutely. Is that your last point? So no. You got points. Amen. No, this is the last this one is, for women. Okay. I mean, this is just what I wrote down. I didn't. This is not everything that I was thinking. I just wrote some stuff down. Okay. Um, a woman that's you know modest. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, a woman that's not con- not. I think it's a red flag when there's like a woman who's more concerned with her outward with her outward appearance, like how she looks, mm. than like the inward fruit that she bears. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like yeah. true beauty is like so corny, but it's like true beauty really comes from within because it doesn't matter how good you look. If you're like not pleasant to be around, then it's like you're instantly unattractive. hundred percent. So it doesn't even really matter from an 100%. outward standpoint. Like 100%. you can make your, and I don't want to get like, <laughs> It's going to sound crazy, but I don't mean it like to be like rude or nothing like that. But like you can make yourself more attractive by the qualities that you have inside of you, you know, like the world might deem because we have this standard of like beauty. Right. The world has this like beauty standard, but like it doesn't who cares about the beauty standard. You can make yourself more attractive by what is inside of you, the fruit that you bear. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. So when you meet like a woman like that, who is like and I'm not saying don't take care of yourself, like take care of yourself, but. That's not the primary thing that yeah. you base your whole, uh, you know, self worth and, and value yeah. in. Like your value comes from your relationship with Christ. Your value 100%. comes from the fruits of the Spirit that you know you're developing through your relationship with Christ. Hundred percent, hundred percent. There was a, <laughs> there was this. I used to work at Starbucks, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was like eighteen, nineteen, and there was this girl that went to my high school. She actually, I think, is like lesbian, mm-hmm. and. Even at that time, I think she was like transitioning to that. Definitely just not would be with me that I'm attracted to, right? Mm-hmm. But for some reason, because she was just an amazing woman, so like loving, so like, I mean, how she speaks, like everything, I had like some sort of attraction to her. And mm-hmm. I was like, what is going on? Like, yeah. and it, but it was literally nothing to her looks. And so I, I agree with you. Like, sometimes what's inside, not sometimes, absolutely what insides will bring forth your, your beauty. And again, that's not to say you shouldn't like try to take care of yourself or like, you know, work out, try to be healthy. Like you yeah. got to absolutely be healthy because that's going to help you with your insides. Right. And it's mm-hmm. definitely biblical to take care of the temple that God made you. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more so like, hey, like, hey, you're trying to like, you know, work out and, and, and be, you know, in shape and all that for your wife or for your husband or whatever. Yeah. There was a there was a marriage thing I, I listened to that was like talking about that and it just blew my mind i'm like yeah there's nothing wrong with that like you want to like show that you're trying to make yourself attractive to your your spouse or whatever yeah. um i think it's a good thing even with like looking you know buying clothes and and all that like noticing that 
dang, you you bought that new shirt, um, you know, for your wife or whatever. Like you know that she likes all that. Like that's one thing that mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't. Never mind. I'm not gonna. It's just a certain roles that men have and stuff. Like, I mean, you mentioned before, like how like earlier, like oh, men are just you know just want to get it through and and just get to it. Like I don't, I don't I don't know. I think men. I do agree with that. Men just, you know, kind of want to get to that, you know, action part. I'm talking about sex and stuff. But mm-hmm. at the same time, I think men do like to be treated like men, like be treated like, like as a man, like taken care of as a man. You know, I think that like men like that, uh, I would, I would say so. But so even then, like when a man is like trying to, I hear a lot of complaints. I'm like, I'm not explaining this right. A lot of complaints about women saying that they don't like how their men is like dressing or like how they don't care about their, you know, taking them out on dates. And when they go on dates, they're wearing like shorts and flip flops and the woman's wearing a dress and stuff like that. Like, I know those are things that women don't like. So when you are actually taking the effort to make yourself attractive to your woman, you know, dressing appropriately, I think those are little signs of like flirta- flirtatious and like, and like little gestures that, it's like, oh man, that's what's up. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's I think that's good. It's all these different ways. Um, but uh all of it, yeah, absolutely and modesty. Mm-hmm. Um modesty is very attractive. And and as far as modesty, like I'm not trying to do it for anyone else in this world. I'm trying to do it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to stay healthy for you so I can, you know, take care of my temple, but also be attractive for you and love you and all that stuff. Yeah. What's so funny? Nothing. Oh, I say nothing. Say, I got you. Nothing, is no. that wrong? No, you got it. Oh, okay. You got it. I'm thinking I think it's, else. I think it's I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. Um yeah, man, cuz this that modesty thing is yeah. It's very hard to find. Yeah. It is. Let alone especially today. Finding a man of God or a woman of God is hard to find. Yeah. And then find someone that you can just like be attract I mean just you can just hang out with cuz that's where I, the yeah. point I was going to say these are all like so your points I love it but mine are like kind of all different. Mm-hmm. Are, is that your last point you made? I have two more. For okay, me. that's it. Um, we'll go ahead and do that, and then maybe we can get to like what I was gonna say. Yeah, that's fine. We're hour in. Just the last two for men is mm-hmm. just pushing P. What? <laughs> pushing P. What is that? Okay, well, is they that pushing be pushing P? Pushing isn't P like player or is it like pills? No. What is it? Provider protector. They gotta be pushing P. <laughs> that was kind of lame. That was kind of lame. I'll see you coming up another. <laughs> Bro, what you mean? I'll see you coming up with no pushing P points. I come up with stuff every day, man. I just, I mean, hey, you gotta be pushing P, I guess. <laughs> you actually gotta be provider protector, amen. That's what I'm saying, amen. Don't they, don't they be doing that in like church though? They'd be trying Absolutely. to be like cool and like yeah. trying to make it like about with the world and like yeah, that's and it's like nah, <laughs> just just say what you gotta say. Yeah. That's all. I, that's all. I am. That's how I am. But no, that's that was clever. That was good. Yeah, <laughs> be pushing P. Yeah, be pushing P. No, they gotta be provider. They gotta be protector. Like, I, I think that goes without being without being said. What do you like, think about provider? Let's let's dive into that. What does that mean? I mean, we're workers. Mm-hmm. God put Adam on on you know he he made him to work the land like like he told him to work the land. You know what I'm saying we're supposed to work. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to work. We're supposed to provide. We're supposed to make sure that our families are taken care of. Like, you know, what what's the Bible say? Husbands love your wives as as Christ, you know, loves the church. What's one of the main, you know, attributes or qualities that we, you know, look at when it comes to God? Is he's a provider. Mm-hmm. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like we're supposed to be a provider for our family as well. Agreed. You know? Agreed. I agree with that. You definitely got to be a provider. And I think in even deeper than, um, you know, the tangible things that we think mm-hmm. of, that's like, a, it's got to be. But uh, just providing even a space for your children to be children. Absolutely. And for your wife to be a wife. Like, do you provide time where she can speak to you about things and blind spots that you're missing, you know, in regards to the family? Or are you just out there working all day thinking you got to provide, 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 mm-hmm. but yet it's all just what? So we can get this this house? Like, what? So we can take their kids to private school and all stuff? Like, I don't care about that, really. Like, are you present because we need your provision here in the home? Amen. Like, yeah, we're, I would sacrifice, I would think, a wife who is a wife of a woman of God would sacrifice all these material things to, that'll provide a more luxurious life to have a man at home and be present to actually lead their family presently. Can you yeah. provide that type of like environment that that nurtures that? I think that's so vital and so important. Because mm-hmm. um, all you need really is a roof over your head and clothes on your back. You don't need Gucci on your back. You don't need a mansion over your head. Mm-hmm. You need a roof and clothes over your back. Mm-hmm. There's more. There's so much deeper things um, that a man provides that's missing that's um and so, oh yeah oh yeah that's yeah, the food yeah yeah absolutely um yeah but it goes beyond that like you're saying yeah yeah but like, it, don't but just I, be oh i'm at work you know 12 hours a day and i'm doing my part i come yeah. home i drink a beer i go to sleep i wake yeah. up i do it all again i'm providing mm-hmm. we're missing it mm-hmm. we're missing it because god just like you know jesus he was very present and you know when we think of like god i think of the holy spirit as well the holy spirit's with you yeah like are you a man that's with your family in every single step every single decision every single like parent teacher conference every single baseball game every single blah blah that might not be the case you know all the time yeah but i really think it should be majority of the time Mm -hmm. because you guys man it's nothing like looking up in the stands and seeing your parents there Mm. i see so many clips little kids like they're doing like little like uh singing stuff like during the holidays and all that mm-hmm. and this one little girl i saw she looked around she was just devastated she didn't see her family did she finally saw it and she had this crazy look on her face like it's something about just being present that goes beyond words there's so many things in the world that are just you can't measure yeah you know and um yeah i think that's that's good but absolutely you got to provide you got to provide safety that's the next thing protect mm-hmm. like are you a threat man like <laughs> there was this one um actually it was kevin samuels actually he said uh and this is why i started doing jujitsu a little bit but i fell off obviously and i need to get back on it with your boy that we saw at the restaurant mm-hmm. um jujitsu boxing like all that stuff like you he said you should be at least a brown belt level in something mm-hmm. some sort of mixed muscle art and i was like dang what's a brown belt? brown belt is like second from black belt i think oh my gosh yeah you should be brown but like i was like what i know jujitsu because i did that for a little bit it was like I only did it for like, I mean, I, I did for like a week. You know what I'm saying? I was like, but people there all had white belts, and then the next one was blue. You start with white? You start with white. Mm-hmm. But then you get little like straps, like little straps, it seems. Yeah. It was cool, man. All that rolling around. Uh, I'd rather you just kickboxing or something. But yeah. um, but you got to, I mean, it will be good if you have that. Um, But if not, I mean, I don't know. You got to, I'm, I'm not against, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'm not against weapons, but. I mean, you might just have to add that at the house, you know what I'm saying? Protect your family at the house. Yeah. I, I it's weird though. I kinda go back and forth with that because I don't know. I don't. 
I, I, I don't go back with it because, I mean, the only reason I go back with it is because I think, no, never mind. I'm, I'm thinking in the mindset of the end times, so never mind. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like God's gonna like bring fire down from heaven and stuff like that. But I'm, I'm thinking about end time stuff. So never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I got my little license or whatever, and yeah, like yeah, you gotta, yeah. But you gotta be handy with the steel, you know. You gotta, mm-hmm. you know. But also, just to—it's not so much like I'm waving it and all that. It's just I think there's a sense of peace of mind yeah. that your family gets knowing that your man can protect, mm-hmm. and that's why you gotta be in a gym. You know what I'm saying? You can't be out here just—I don't know. Multiple people that I've, multiple women that I know. I mean. They've said it vocally. There is is something about being able to lift more than your husband. Like mm. it's something some there that I've here, and it's like, man, what do you crazy. mean? Like when a woman can lift more than their dude? Yeah, what do you mean? They're like about they're it, like though? not with it. Like it's very unattractive. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it's like you know I don't know, but at the same time, it's like man, some of these girls are like you know what I'm saying they. They bodybuilders, you know. Yeah, but, but uh, it, that's just what people, that's what I'm they say. say yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel yeah, you. but at the same time, I still think, you know, not to diminish any man or whatever. I, I you know, but yeah, be able to protect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. What's the last point? That was, that was the last it? point. Man, that was good. So we agree with everything except for the whole baby thing. Oh, don't get me started, bro. We can we can we can we can, we can turn back to that. But I just want to say, uh, the points that I put down. Um, that I want to address, and that this might kind of engulf everything, mm-hmm. is about following your heart. Mm-hmm. The world says to follow your heart. Mm. And everyone's like, I followed my heart, I followed my heart. You know, just got to follow your heart. I'm telling you right now, I'm going to tell you on camera, I'm only going to tell you things. Biblical, do not follow your heart. Biblically, you do not follow your heart. Biblically, the Bible says your heart is deceitful and wicked. Mm. Let's read it. Now you tripping. Let's read it. I ain't tripping. You tweaking. I ain't on nothing. I don't follow my heart. Nah, you don't follow your heart. Jeremiah 17, 9. The heart is deceitful and above all things. Oh, no. The heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. Who can understand it? You can't follow your heart. However, you do get renewed, you know, when you when you give your life to Christ. You get transformed. So I think in the sense of, like, not following your heart, I will 100% agree with. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you do have some autonomy, um, which is different than Adam and Eve. Like everyone's always like thinking it's better on the other side and, you know, keep going and, and all that stuff. And, you know, if one person makes one, this some small thing to you, you're just going to give up. Right. Yeah. Um, like we talked about last time, how you was like, it'd be hard for me to like leave my wife if she like cheats on me and I had, I'm married to her, I have kids and all that. Yeah. Because when you're in that mindset, like it's got to be like it's Adam and Eve. There's no one else in the world. Yeah. So if Eve were to cheat on Adam with a giraffe or something, mm. they had to figure that out. Giraffe. You know, you know, I don't know. Like you know, it was just them, you know, but it's just like you got you to gotta see it like it's no giving up. So it's mm-hmm. very hard. But God does allow to, you know, divorce um you know, in, in that capacity, but um, following your heart, I I don't think that's 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 sound, and you know, but there is some autonomy, like I was saying, as far as like choosing. So biblically, it might be like for me, if I would like my last relationship, right? I was mm-hmm. man, I like I just couldn't because, and again, I'm not trying to like make it like 
just because this dude experienced it, it means it's right. Like this is just my experience. Yeah. Um, I really don't like when people do that, you know. But that's what you gotta go back to, like the Bible and stuff. Um, I was like in love with that with my last girlfriend, right? Like, and then I found out she was an atheist, and it took a long time for me to leave. But the ultimately the reason why I left is because I knew I couldn't follow my heart. Cause my heart loved her more than like anything, bro. Like literally anything. But I knew biblically the the fruit of it wouldn't be sustaining. And even though this relationship is going on for years, it wouldn't. It's not gonna glorify God. Number one. Mm-hmm. Even though that's a whole nother thing. I will say this as a man. Like when you operate as a man, like I don't mm-hmm. care if someone's like a super hardcore feminist or whatever. I've seen it. Women will f- fold and become women, like be a, a woman that is like biblical. It's so weird, like mm-hmm. when you set the tone for that stuff. I'm telling you, it's so weird. So all that feminist stuff, it's just, it's just a, it's just a smokescreen. You know, I think I told you last time I looked at this girl in her eyes because she was talking about all this stuff, she, you know, all this money and all this stuff. And I looked her straight in the eyes. And I was like, girl, you, oh no, I was telling Terrence about this. I was like, you want a man to to lead you? I know you do. Mm-hmm. Looked right now, this is bold. You want a man? I know you do. Mm-hmm. You want to be able to have rest in a man? That's it to you. Yeah. Okay. Like all this stuff. It's just like you just you're so right. Like yeah, because you just do. Anyway, um, I'd say there's autonomy because just because that was just my example of person that's non-believer. But that's not to say that there's two believers that God will bless. But it's like, what do you choose? So this is where I'm like, okay, God told Adam to name all the animals. God knows what Adam's gonna name them, but He's made him choose. Here's the the confines of animals. You pick the names. And I think God does the same things with relationship. And at times, myself included, you get too spiritual and you're like, oh, God, what do I choose? What do I choose? What do I choose? For years, bro, like it's like, and this is just me. And like, I'll be praying about stuff. Like, God, what's my next level stuff and all that? And God's like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. If you're going to ask me if I will bless this, I absolutely will. Because you know that this, my heart, you know what this biblically what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. I will bless that. But at the same time, if something else happens or whatever, like you ask me if I'm gonna bless this, I might say yes to that too, like or whatever. Like, what do you, what do you choose? And we have to have the ability to make decisions because God didn't make us as robots and make decisions that know will glorify God. And I think that's that's amazing. Like God will let you let you choose. You know, it's kind of like maybe like praying, like God, do I play football or do I play basketball? Okay, both of those can probably glorify me. Like, what do you what do you like more? Oh, I like basketball more. Okay, go ahead and glorify me in basketball. Like, we gotta like. Ask God if he'll bless things and then walk. It's not like there's just one different path, I, I think. Like, I mean, there is one path, don't get me wrong, but there's like, I don't know, just like, it's not so just stiff and you can't move. Like, you're not a, a robot, you're not an AI bot. You're made in the image of God. Make a decision of who you want to be your helpmate because both women, let's just go back to the example, both women could be women of God, probably was 31, be like a Ruth, but one person is, um, I don't know, maybe more funnier and this other person has less temper okay what do you want to choose like what what can you work with mm-hmm. same with the man's perspective so like you make the choice knowing that i will bless either choice which would be crazy if we're talking to two different people but but you know what i'm trying to say so i think that's where the that's where the whole following your heart i think and when i say heart i mean making your own decision i think that could play into what you're interested in like oh i have more fun with this person this one's more outgoing where this one isn't but both love the lord and both will be women of god mm-hmm. you know it's just that's where the kind of it kind of like you know it's very it varies a little bit mm-hmm. but however 
you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with your mind, heart, and soul, and all that stuff. So I got to surrender all this to him. Mm-hmm. My heart is deceitful. You know, I got to make it surrender to Christ. And now I got to make my heart desire for what God will like, what God will have, and God will bless. Mm-hmm. So, because selfishly, I mean, your heart probably like, let's be honest, like the way the w- wicked men are, you know what I'm saying? I didn't just grow up thinking I want to just submit to, you know, serve one woman. Mm-hmm. I don't, that's not in me. It's naturally like in my sinful state to just sleep with one woman. Mm-hmm. It's just not. But I'm going to change and my heart will be to like sleep with a bunch of women. But when my heart is aligned with the heart of God, starting with my mind, which chose to submit to God and now my heart follows now I do have a heart to submit to one woman, and I actually prefer that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ephesians 4.22, it says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is, be, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds. Be, new, be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So... That's kind of like what I had in that. Does so that you're saying sense? in like the context of dating and relationships to not do what the world tells you to do, which is follow your heart. hundred percent. But well, it depends what the follow your heart means, obviously, but yeah. 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 Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why a lot of people why would, look at the statistics. People follow your heart and more than half of people get divorced mm-hmm. because people ain't walking with the Lord. Yeah. And following what the Lord would have. And then making your heart align with what his heart desires. Yeah. You know, the Bible, t- Bible talks about having the mind of Christ, I think, in Philippians. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Now, this isn't talking about just, like, romantic relationships. It's just relationships in general. But I think even in romantic relationships, have the same mindset as Christ. So, I don't know. I think if you see that this guy isn't a believer from the jump, I mean, take it from me. Don't think you're going to change him. Mm-hmm. Just don't. I don't mm-hmm. care how handsome he is. I don't care how funny he is. I don't care what car he drive. I don't care how loving and patient and and all that stuff. If he ain't rooted in Christ, just know. I mean, you can. I don't know. Do what you will with that information. You gonna do whatever you want, but you can't say God will bless it. What if he got a Benz truck? Can't say God will bless it. Cause God don't care about that. Six figs. Psh, God Benz will not truck. bless that. Okay. Do you? Like I said last last episode, you can have a six figs Benz truck. Being, you know, smelling Dubai, good. smelling good, man. Mm-hmm. It's something about when you smell good. Yeah. That's my number one thing, bro. Money in the bank. Money in the bank? Oh, hold on. Open the door for you. What? Mm-hmm. Don't let the Lord, though. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. They gonna be struggling. They gonna be struggling. <laughs> they gonna be like, hold that on. That means you gotta... Wait, are you sure this one ain't for me? Po- <laughs> yep. And you know what? Even further, you ain't gonna be seeing nobody. In fact, that you gotta even fight yourself for it. You need to spend some time by yourself with the Lord to know what to love him truly. Mm. And that's I'm telling you, this is the problem with some of these people. Mm. I'm gonna say it like it is. You two you two you all this with this smoke screen. Oh my gosh, you got a bench truck. Mm. I don't even like bench trucks. You know women like bench trucks. They love bench trucks. Yeah. That little G Wagon. Yeah. It's something about you know it's a military truck? Yeah, but it's like you can't even drive it off road. It'll like break. Yeah, you can't. Oh yeah, actually, is it a military? Well, you kind of can drive it off. I think originally it was designed to, to be like a military truck. Okay, and then I think people just like how it looked. Yeah, and they said, "Let me." Yeah, so then they put spicy. the little luxury spin on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
I mean, if you want that, go ahead. But, you know, you're seeking the wrong thing. Yeah. I think just love in general is just perverted. I mean, even I was listening to Mike Winger, uh, and he was talking about, bro, how come we always talk about like Romeo and Juliet as like this model of like love and stuff? Like they literally toxic. Yeah, they couldn't be together. And then they say, you know what, since we can't be together, we're just going to both, like, you know, drink this potion and, like, off ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is supposed to be, mm-hmm. like, this type of love we supposed to, like, nah, I don't want that type of love. No. That's ridiculous. You know, Ruin Juliet, Shakespeare wrote that, right? Mm-hmm. You know we have more evidence in concrete detail for the Bible than we do for Shakespeare's, like, books and stuff? Yeah. But no one ever refutes Shakespeare. But people want to refute the Bible. Because Shakespeare ain't claiming to be God. That's why. Yeah. Probably. Probably. They just like, oh, Shakespeare is here to entertain me? Okay, cool. Bet. Yeah. Roman Juliet? Yeah. Cool. Cool. Hamlet? But we don't know if cool. Shakespeare really was a real dude. More so than we have, like, of Jesus. Yeah. The earliest manuscripts were, like, 40 years after his death, which is early. That's I think the very book of Mark, early. Book of Mark, I think, was, like, the very, well, the first gospel was Mark. That's very early. First written. Yeah, early. 40 years? That's I'm pretty sure 40 early. years. That's very early. Nothing is that close. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's a whole side note. Even Islam, 600 years. 40 years. They writing. Yeah. But anyway, that's a side note. Yeah, Roman and Julia, that's a bad example. But of course, it's that. And that's what people want. They want to have like, they want to be like loved more than anything in the world. And at the same time, it's like, again, let me look at what the Bible says. If this man don't love God more than he love you, mm-hmm. you better run. Mm-hmm. If this woman don't love God more than she love you, you better run. If this woman love her kids more than she love you, you better run. If this woman, well, I don't know if that's actually biblical, but I, I um, you better run. <laughs> actually, it is biblical. It is biblical. Um, if that man don't love you more than them kids, you better run. That's what it is. And if you don't understand that, you got to wait to get a little more mature in the Lord. I'm going to stand on that. Well, here's a caveat. I seen this video on TikTok. Mm-hmm. It was this mom. She had like two kids. Mm-hmm. And she was pulling up to her grandma's house or her mom's house. And, and no caveat, he alone is worthy. He alone is worthy. Then you dropping promos on the pod. Yep, link in the bio. Link in the bio. Actually, if you guys want, I do have a link for this company. I ain't going to lie. But... Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> you better get you an affiliate link, bro. I do have an affiliate link, actually. Yeah, drop it. Yeah, I don't, but, um, I don't know. I don't she know pulled up with her two kids, and she she dropped her two kids off at her mom's house, and she was like, yo, I'm done with these kids. I saw that. She's like, me and my man, my new man, he don't want these kids around. And like, I'm trying to do what's best for us in our future, so like, you got to mm-hmm. take these kids. You know what the difference is with that, though? What's the difference? The difference is that man isn't her husband. Mm-hmm. She was just dating, and the difference is those kids weren't his kids. Mm-hmm. So that, there's some more details into that. Yeah, I'm talking about you do it the right way, how God designed it. You get married first, and have kids. That man is still your number one. Mm-hmm. But in that case, with that woman, girl, that's a whole different thing, and I do not respect that. Those are your kids. You dropping them off at your mom's house. Yeah, and the and I don't respect that mom too. You the way you babying like her, your daughter. I think she was just so surprised that it was actually happening, like in shock, you know. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I I don't know how a mom could do that. Like that's your babies. You you birthed. But she's sick though. She's sick. Yeah. And she's been manipulated. And I think probably by this new guy. But yeah, yeah. no. Nah. Um. You got anything else? Uh, no. Nah. You gonna be on your phone on the on the screen, bruh? Whatever. 
They family. They are family, you're right. Hey, family. Um, I think that's all I got. Hit the bio, dating show. Hit the bio. Um, yeah, that's good. That's Hit good. You want to circle back on this whole kid thing? Hit the bio. No. How you know your partner is sent from God? I don't. I said enough. How you know your partner is sent from God? I said enough to get canceled. I'm good. They can rewind. I'll probably be the one getting canceled. <laughs> they can rewind it. I don't know. I'll probably be the one getting canceled. They could clip it up. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. But yeah, man. We got to ultimately the foundation of knowing that someone is sent because I think God sends a lot of people, right? The Bible talks yeah. about how he sent the prophets, right? And we and we killed them. Mm-hmm. Some some to the tune of that. I forget the exact scripture. God will send his people. You know, you don't you kill off a prophet, he'll send another prophet. He's faithful. Yeah. So if you miss this one guy, you guys please know it's not the end of the world. Like it's just not like Yeah. It's not. Your emotions might feel it is. It's not. And if you got to go through that suffering, don't try to block it out with sleeping with more people or drinking or smoking or doing whatever. Yeah. Go through it. Yeah. Go through it and go through it with God. Every second of that pain, go through it with God. God, I know this man isn't for isn't for you. My emotions are are tied to it and and I've done things I shouldn't do and now here I am and blah 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 and now I'm, you know, I'm hurt because I'm leaving because it doesn't honor you or whatever the case may be. Go through that pain with God and feel that pain. Honestly, just go through it cuz it's going to get better. Yep. It's absolutely going to be better. And when you get when you get to the other side, now you're like, "Oh my gosh, I made it through heartache." Now you can make it through anything. God will send the right man. God will send the right woman. But you got to be able to see it. You really got to be able to see it. And I think that's why, you know, when you propose this idea of like the dating side, and, you know, we talked about the details of it. Yeah. The framework is really rooted in hoping that you can search for those qualities first and make that be the lens of where you make your decisions. Um, It makes it a lot smoother. It makes it a lot less painful, I would say. And I think God would be glorified through that form of dating versus the way the world is dating now. Um, I would say more likely, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, um I'm trying to cut you off real quick. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, RJ with the $5 super chat. All right. So he dropped this super chat in the last uh, video that we posted. So if y'all, if any of all, if any of y'all want to super chat, first off, um, you don't got to do that. But if you're doing that, thank you so much. It does help us. You know, it is a smaller channel at this point. So it does kind of help anything helps. So like, mm-hmm. that's incredible. But we're going to make it a point to read every super chat. Um, so this is from RJ. It says as a young Christian man, what is it like being single in this day and age? What advice do you have for others? We kind of talked about it throughout this entire podcast. Mm-hmm. But specifically as a young Christian man, he said. Yeah, I'd like to hear from him if he's single. Mm-hmm. How how are, How is it for you? Yeah. Um. But yeah, go ahead. Well, I think we were even talking about like, you know, there is a tremendous amount of value in being single mm-hmm. and, and the lessons that you can learn and the relationship that you can build with God during your season of, of, of singleness, you know? Like, I think we associate being single with like a negative thing now because everyone it seems like everyone's with somebody or something because we have social media so it's like everyone's doing something we always feel like we're missing out and we have this like intense feeling of loneliness but there's so much that we can learn while we're single and i think being young 
that's the best time for you to be single. Because honestly, the mistakes that you're going to make, a lot of those mistakes are going to happen when you're young. So like if you take the time to be single, Mm -hmm. mature, grow in Christ, let Christ deposit wisdom and discernment into you, Mm -hmm. that season of singleness that you're going to take into your relationship, eventually into your marriage, it's going to serve you so well. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like it's tough. Temptation is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> temptation everywhere is everywhere, especially as men. Like, Absolutely, there's so much temptation. So it's like, how do you combat that? How do you stop yourself from you know opening up the porn and you know just doing what you do? Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's tough, but mm-hmm. you got to use that season to to train yourself and to train your discipline and to learn how to you know resist those temptations during yeah. that time. Absolutely, hundred percent. Know? I, I want to say, too, that there's nothing wrong with being single. No. Um, biblically, Paul wishes for us to be single. Yeah. He literally, like, wishes out of us. I, I'm going to pull it up here in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 concerning married life. Now, for the matters you wrote about, it's a, it is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman. But since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. Mm -hmm. The husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife. Do not be withholding sex from either people. And likewise, the wife to her husband, husband, by the way, in this confines of marriage, the wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. Look at that. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. You yield authority of your my body to my wife. That's a, that's crazy. Yeah. In the same way, um, do not deprive each other, except perhaps by mutual consent and for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. So if you want to abstain from having sex, just for a small point of time, then come together again, so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self control. We talked about that. Yeah. I say this as a concession, not as a command. Right here is where I want to talk about being single. It's a concession, not as a command. I wish that all of you were as I am. Mm. Paul was single. But each of you has your own gift from God. One has this gift, another that. This gift of being able to live single, live in a single, live in singleness. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. I'm not ready. I, that's not my gift. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So as far as being single, there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. There's a, there's a type of like growth and intimacy with the Lord that is is insane, right? Yeah. Um, especially when you're like on mission like Paul. Like literally he wrote most of the New Testament. He, I mean, we have a lot of our our faith because of, of his devotion to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it's a good thing to be single. Um, but I, I want to just take that and be like, it's good to have that season of singleness. So you can mature, you know, have self-control be able to, you know, nurture your qualities and and being able to provide and, and protect and lead and yeah. love. Um, but, you know, I, I don't, you know, if you want to be in a relationship, you know, I, I think it's something good. We talked about last time. It's something special about not waiting too long, waiting till you're 40, waiting till, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Hope I answered that question. Nah, I mean, all we can do is offer our opinion. Love our you know opinion. What, what was the last part of his question? Um, oh, it's kind of far away. 
So. What advice do you have for others, basically? For others, yeah. Enjoy the moment. Yeah. You'll never, I mean, if you get married, you'll never be single again. So <laughs> mm -hmm. enjoy that type of solitude with the Lord because after you get married, if you're a man, which it sounds like he's a man, mm -hmm. you, it ain't, it ain't about you no more. Young man. You're literally last, mm -hmm. I think. It's your, it's God, your wife, obviously, and then your children, and then you, mm -hmm. what you selfishly would want. Yeah. You know? You gotta be that. You gotta out serve your wife. So right now it's just you and God. Enjoy that. Enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Um, amen. Amen. Thanks for the super chat. Yeah. Yeah. We um, like Nick was saying. It's, I mean, thank you guys for for sending those. You really don't gotta do that, but of course we appreciate it. Um, we'll read them through. You know, as one comes, we'll read it through the the next couple. You know, next episode, if not the following. Yeah. Um, and we'll we'll go from there. Amen. Maybe we should plan like a Q and A, like a Q and A live, maybe. Okay. And people can hop on and like ask questions and stuff. Yeah, I'm down with that. Like after it's like posted, like on a Friday, and then maybe like sometime after after that. What do you mean? Like, like Q and A live, like after it's actually posted. You know how we're recording this on what's today, Tuesday? No, I'm just saying like go on YouTube and just like let them know that hey we're gonna be doing a q a like oh. on this day and just go live on youtube oh okay so not related to the specific episode just no. oh okay yeah i'm down yeah let me know man yeah we'll figure it out hey man um that's it bro that's it that was good i'm glad we have we had some we had a good little dialogue yeah, it was a good you know episode that? it was a good episode it was good if you want to support subscribe to the channel yep share it share it like watch it, it all the way through comment you know what i mean check out the channel sponsor that yep. elliot got the bag dropped on him you know what i'm saying i'm just kidding uh, or, <laughs> uh, or gain i don't know I, we're just kidding i don't know what Orgain believes in they might be making might be some gmo right you know what i'm saying no it's a non-gmo bro you seen you saw how the i gotta look into it the Pope is, just, I mean, it was just a headline. Oh, yeah. It being cool with same-sex marriages. Yeah, I just, I seen a quick headline on TikTok. Yeah. I just scrolled right past it, though. I was like, just no I already thought that was a thing, to be honest with you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I, I thought, like, he was already, like, like on that it. type of time. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I got to look into that. Yeah. Well, let me pray us out. Yeah, I'll pray us out. Me? Oh, you got it? Okay. We could both do it. You got it, bro. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for this second and each and every second that goes by, Lord. We are so grateful to get the opportunity to get to know you, to serve you, to love you, and to be loved by you, Lord. We thank you so much for your grace and your mercy, your forgiveness, and for even getting on the cross in the first place and offering us an opportunity to be a part of your royal family. We thank you so much, Lord, and we we want more of you we want to learn more about you that's why we come together and have these conversations and i know not everything we say is correct but i pray that you just give us discernment and and align our hearts towards you and not towards our flesh not towards this world not towards pride but solely towards you lord we we crave more of you on an intimate level and i pray that you give us more discernment more focus more energy more power, more passion, more love, more gentleness, more kindness, all of the good qualities, Lord, that you possess. I pray that you
pour that into us. I pray that you give us a fresh outpouring of the spirit right now in this place. And I pray that you cleanse us of anything that doesn't please you. Any and anything in our heart that doesn't please you, Lord, I, I pray that I pray that you cleanse us right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray that you heal anyone that might need healing in this moment, physical, mental healing, anyone who's listening, Lord. We know that you are the provider, you are the healer, and that you ultimately give us everything that we need and more. And we just love you so much, Lord. We just love you so much, Lord. So um, I pray that you give us a sound mind to continue throughout this week. Um, and it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you for giving us this framework and our understanding of what love is. Because love comes from you. Mm. You know, it's from you that all blessings flow. It's a blessing to find a husband, to find a wife. So we thank you for even creating that framework, that type of, of union, Lord. I just pray as people are are hearing what we have to say, that your Holy Spirit confirms things that need to be rooted and just uproot anything that doesn't need to be there. I pray, Lord, that you just speak to your children and love on them and push them towards the way of glorifying you in the way that they should, Lord. Mm. We thank you so much for all you do and from all your blessings and all your goodness. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right, y'all. We out. We out. <laughs>